Welcome back to this week's edition of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. The podcast all about uh, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. That's not even accurate. And also I mean, for the record, I'm sick, so like I make no guarantees of this being good, but we'll see what okay. happens. So if you hear coughing or sneezing, don't worry about it. Just somebody trying to get over the flu. I hope it's not the flu. It's not the flu. Okay, good. It's not the flu. Okay, over a cold, then you just deal with it, people. You get sick. It's the way our bodies work. Don't be assholes about it. There, Patrick. I just shut down everyone who might have had something to say about that. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, anyways, well, how's you been? How you been, Patrick, before we jump into this? I've, I've been sick. <laughs> new, a new revelation or an a ongoing uh, episode? Since Saturday or Sunday, so... <clears throat> Pretty long. Okay, damn, that sucks. Well, I'm sorry you don't feel good. If it makes you feel any better, my 70-year-old wife threw her back out twice by sneezing. I love that you're saying that she's 70, 70 years old, even though you're the one who can't lift things without throwing their fucking back out. Um, first off, that's manly. You hurt yourself when you're doing manly stuff. Second off, she sneezed and threw her back out twice. That's exactly <laughs> what happens to 70-year-old people. I'm uh, just saying, like, you're in your mid-twenties and you threw your back out fucking carrying okay, boxes. <laughs> you know what? F- f- carrying boxes? Oh, yeah, carrying 100 pounds over your shoulder. Yeah, that's that's whatever. Carrying your body weight on your shoulder. Why would that hurt anyone? Secondly, <laughs> I if I told you, hey, Patrick, boxes. I threw my back out today because I sneezed, the ridicule that would <laughs> rain upon me for a solid, I don't know, two to three months is never-ending. So don't even start defending her just because she's not here to defend herself. Okay? Oh, I'm not defending her. This is her. hilarious. Your your family, your household is just very fragile, and it's very very funny yeah, to me. That's pretty true as well. But at least we're emotionally sound. I mean, I guess, but you're doing workouts purely so you don't have to deal with depression. So I mean, yeah, it's better than just dealing than just having the depression. This is dealing with it. It's I not disagree. instead. Of, it's not instead of dealing with it. It is dealing with it. It's like taking okay. medicine. It's exactly like taking medicine. I don't take medicine or workout, so... Are you telling me right now that you are... Never mind. You know what? This isn't... That's not what this is about, okay? You took it too far too fast. This episode is all about uh, robots and AI, and I will explain why in a minute, but it will branch... Uh, freaking everything. Comics, movies, fun things to talk about. Uh... Um, what's the guy's name who has uh, Lou Gehrig's disease? Stephen Hawking. He'll be in this episode. <laughs> Lots of stuff. But the reason I wanted to talk about this, the reason why it even popped into my head, was I was following CES. It's a consumer electronics show that happens in Las Vegas every year. Every single... Okay, start it here. That's a bad way to start it. Start it here. Do you? Everyone has a form of artificial intelligence in their pocket. Not everyone, but most people. Do you ever use Alexa or Siri or Google Assistant? It doesn't seem nope. like your bag. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something you'd really care to check. What's well, like um, Alyssa has uh, Alexa in her room, mm-hmm. and I already said that if we move to get move in together at any point, that motherfucker is being nowhere near any area that I'm going to be in a lot. Like, so definitely not the room. Like, okay. Okay. it can be like the kitchen or something. It's not going to be any place where like it's going to be wiretapping my secrets. Yes. Um, we had this conversation well, that's with a... the fucking connect. So like Yep, yep, we did. And so that's a discussion that will probably be had in today's conver- in today's uh podcast episode. Uh okay, so you also have it on your tablet. Your your Kindle Fire has Alexa built into it, which is kind of cool. Well, yes, um, but it's just like Siri. I've never touched it. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to Siri. Um Well, yeah, just... I've never used either. They both exist. Oh, yeah. but I've never touched either. Even without turning them on, they're still active. I mean, they're I'm sure they're 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 slightly dormant, but they're still like on the ready. Uh, In fairness, though, I don't know that like um, my Kindle has ever gotten any information because I'm always quiet when I'm reading and I turn it off when I'm not using it. Okay, so, so that's Kindle's probably never been a thing. Well, so do you have the Facebook app on your phone? Sadly, yes, I know okay, that. Yeah. I knew, yeah, I'm yeah so that's one thing. That's one thing we'll start with. Uh, the reason this all came up was because every single thing announced at CES had some form of Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant built into it. Every goddamn thing. Headphones, your freaking refrigerator, TVs are coming with it, car stereos are starting to get it integrated. You know, it's 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 everything. So, 
Um, the Facebook app is a really good example of low-level AI. It listens to everything you say, and it tracks everything you browse on the web, compiles that together, and gives you targeted ads. Super low-level AI. It hears the word NyQuil, it gives you a NyQuil ad. But still, AI to a certain degree. Um, In fairness, though, I think the fact that I, like, mumble and slur has made it that I, I don't think I, I, I think I've gotten, like, actual ads that target me, like, twice. I've... Like, I, I, think, I think a couple times where I've talked about WWE, uh-huh. also they got ads for, like, WWE shirts show up, but other than that, it's always just, like, shit that I have no interest in. So, <laughs> like... with Facebooks in specific, you're probably right. I've gotten some really, really weird amount of fucking ads on my phone just because someone around me said a specific keyword, and my phone was like, Hey, you want to buy this? And I was like, no, of course I don't. God, God damn it. But the point is how good it is becoming. So they're all starting to do multi-language. Uh, Google's in specific is amazing at accents. Any fucking dialect ever. Like, oh, yeah, I really... remember that from the, yeah, the Pixel 2. They were showing the ad where like a Scottish person could talk into it. Yeah, and there was uh, a really funny Facebook video going around of uh, these people gave their super Italian grandmother a Google uh, Mini, Google Home Mini, which I have one. I got one for free with my phone. Um, And she's talking to it. I can't understand a damn word she's saying, but it's answering them all, like, what's the weather and how are you today and all that kind of corny stuff that you see in the commercials. So they're they're getting more impressive. Um, A couple low levels that I actually appreciate uh, in of AI is Google puts their learning algorithm in everything. So Google Photos puts together all my pictures based on what it thinks are in them. So it knows people based on like conversations and contacts and pictures we've sent back and forth. I have an entire folder dedicated just to Ray, uh, Lorelai, because of the pictures I've saved of her. I've never actually taken a picture of her with the new phone, but all the pictures I've taken or gotten sent to me with other phones are now categorized in there. Not as creepy, but still weird. I, I guess, I mean, it's awesome when it comes to convenience. I mean, I can go to this thing and it'll tell me every picture of Christy I've ever taken. Every picture of my cat I've ever had on my phone is there. Fucking the Big M, a, a supermarket that I took a couple pictures of because I was like, hey, I'm back home and this is the Big M and I like it just to show friends. It has its own category. and Like, it, it can pick up an obscene amount of information from your pictures and they're starting to use that in bigger ways. Um, so... Everyone's doing it. You're going to have it in your home. You already do, but you will get it more. The Amazon Echo and the Google Home Mini were the two best-selling pieces of technology through the holiday season. Oh, I'm well aware. I sold many, many of them. Yeah, I'm the just Echo like, yeah, I'll never have in specific. Um, yeah, new TVs, like I've said. So no matter what, it's going to be there. So that is minimal AI. That is just like conversational AI to get you to buy stuff because consumerism. But... I actually love consumerism. I can't be that salty about it. I'm buying shit every day. Uh, but yay or nay from the start, how do you feel about AI moving forward? Like, okay, this is one that I've said more than once, and I will say again. Like, this is how Terminator happens. That's all I'm saying. Like, it is. It is. Skynet is a very plausible it's thing. When they first fucking had the first two Terminator movies, it didn't make any fucking sense. It was just like, yeah, computers becoming self-aware, my ass, like, and then by Terminator 3, it was just like, oh dear God, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, Terminator 3 exists. was what, the like mid 90s? Yeah, that was, was uh, I think late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. But yeah, that was the whole thing, was that they were like, it was, convincing they were like, it's gonna infiltrate everything in like seconds. At the time it was like, that's not possible. And then it was just like, in the age of the internet, that's totally possible. And I'm just like, so every time... So a 15-year-old hacked the U.S. government, and you're like, wait, yeah. what? Every fucking time now, like, there's, like, a huge, like, advancement in technology, I'm like, we really should be making something to defeat that technology. Should it turn on us as well, like a fail-safe or something? So there is a bunch of CEOs that are, are asking for that. So, there, so all the companies working on AI is every car company, because self-driving cars are the future. Um, every... Uh, so Google, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, uh, fucking LG and Samsung are trying to create their own special versions. Like, every major tech company out there is trying to create some form of AI. And a couple, a handful of major, major CEOs and geniuses, only one of them I'd consider a true genius, the other two we'll find out. Um, Google's original CEO, Eric Schmidt, who I don't believe is the CEO of Google anymore, I think he does that, I, I don't know, it's all messy how they split their stuff up a year or two ago. Uh... Tesla CEO Elon Musk is a big 
what was the word? I'm like, doesn't like it. Uh, oh yeah, opponent. I was gonna say proponent, but that's good. It's opponent. <laughs> oh, that, uh, duh, pro. Um, is against it. And then, like I said earlier, smartest man in our time. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Tesla cars are self-driving. <laughs> but he refuses to build that tech into anything else. He wants. He doesn't want it to know it. Like he doesn't want his self-driving cars to learn all these different. He wants it to be a standardization. Like you know, the colors of the roads and all this kind of stuff is laid out everywhere and it becomes, so the car doesn't necessarily make decisions, it follows a path, is what he's hoping for. So he doesn't like AI, and then the smartest man of our time, Stephen Hawking, has said over and over again, hey guys, how about we slow down a little bit on this whole AI train we've got here? So well, the thing, is it's like, the thing I talked about, um, we did an episode of uh, Give You Punksters, like, a while ago, <clears throat> about Basically, the thing that I find fascinating, mm. like, cause between, like, because uh, I've, th- I've told the story before, um, there was one night after I first got into Blade Runner where I couldn't sleep because I spent the whole night thinking of, like, the moral implications of replicants. Because mm. it's, like, really, like, theoretically, like, if we created something and then decided that we didn't want it anymore, like, why are the replicants the bad guys in that movie? Like, why isn't Deckard the bad guy? Because basically they're children. They're like, they're, they're, they're yeah. four-year-olds, they're three-year-olds. It's like having trying a kid, to live. letting them grow up to be 13, they turn out they're stronger than you, and you go, shit, my Not kid's even. a bodybuilder, like, now I gotta get three. rid of them. They're like, because they, they die at four. So, like, that was my whole thing. And, like, and also watching Westworld, where it's just, like, the whole thing of, like, the idea, because I love Terminator, too, but it's just, like, the whole thing of, like, if you take this to its logical conclusion, it becomes terrifying. Like, that's why, I mean, in fairness, like, that wasn't really necessarily the reason I didn't want to connect. It mostly, like, the connecting the Alexa thing is I don't want to fucking wiretap my home. It's like, whenever they're like, they never actually tell you in 1984 how it started. I guarantee you that's how it started. When they were like, oh, hey, here's this device. You just, just you talk to it and, like, it won't listen to you. That's not well, a thing it'll do. So... And then the next one will be like, it won't, it won't watch you. It, that's not a thing it'll do. Like, and then one day, just like, oh, hey, wait, uh, we're actually taking over. Just, 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 just Well, okay, so here's where things get muddy. The Connect, the Connect, sorry, is one of the most locally stored things ever. So everything it records and sees doesn't, in theory, go anywhere. I under, at the time when it came out, it was at the beginning of this whole thing. I mean, Google Assistant wasn't out yet and stuff like that. But it wasn't. It was not sending your files to any cloud or nothing. So oh, yeah. that one no, was paranoia compared to modern time, which is how it all starts. That's fair. Um, there is Amazon is trying to come out with a device that you put in your bedroom or closet that is a, a camera, and you basically it helps you pick clothes for you based on your wardrobe, what you wear every day, and stuff like that. Literally, it watches you all the time getting dressed and decides this looks better on you. Maybe you'd like this or this is your style. It's creepy as shit. They yes. also have, uh, you know the Echo Show? The big, yeah. it's a 10 That's what I'm screen. saying. Yeah, 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 that's so, what I'm saying. So that's, like, that's, the start. that's the next step in, like, they're going to they watch They made us. a mini version of that for your bedroom that's an alarm clock. And yeah, it does oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, it has a name. I can't remember what it is, um, but I saw it at work the other day. It's a little circle, yeah. It's a little orb-looking yeah. thing. Um also, it allows you to video call if you hit accept at any point in time, but allows you to video call anyone else who has one. It, it Alarm clocks are pointed at your goddamn bed, so it's watching you bang. Um, and the difference between this, like right now, if you were to say you were, like, I would expect you to be on the same train as the Connect now because it, it's harmless at this point. Uh, but this Amazon stuff is, it, it's harmless, like you're saying, at the beginning. Right now, it's it's it's. That's not all what I said. I said they, the opposite of that. Well, no, you said it starts this way with the harmless intent, with the like, oh, this is not causing no, never mind, just go about your day. But uh, what it could evolve into is way creepier and way hotter. Uh, creepier. We'll stick with creepier. And oh, you derailed me. No, you didn't derail me. I derailed myself. But um. What was I talking about? Amazon has a show and it follows you. Oh, Amazon also has, and they're, they're piloting this program, where if you hook up their security cameras, uh, you will give a key to your delivery yeah. person, and as long as the camera views it and you approve it, they can unlock your door and put the package inside and relock it. Which, in theory, sure, they're literally on surveillance at all times. They're authorized through their job. Like, in theory, great. In practice, there's already been a few major issues with it. And I'm not letting it just... I don't lock my door in general. I just don't care. 
What are you, Canadian? Like... Yeah, a little bit. I've never... My truck stays... If you want to steal my truck, it's a 2011 black GMC Sierra. It's an eight-foot box. You can take it at any point in time. I don't lock it. My front door, come on in. Just leave me alone. You're fine. I don't care. But that just feels wrong. It just doesn't... Even, like, the pitch meeting for it just seems like... Why would it get okayed? I mean, because... I mean, I get it from the perspective of, like... <clears throat> People, like, I, I can't remember who it was recently, but I remember there was somebody that I knew who, like, never got their package, like, it was clearly stolen. Yeah, that's true. And I'm like, especially probably in the city and shit, it's probably something where it's just like, it seems like, it seems logical, but at the same time, it's just like, I would never fucking, I'm not down with the connect. I'm sure it's fucked up down with that. Like, yeah. that's why I do think it's funny, though, like, the connect, like, the fucking Xbox, they were like, this is the future, connect, and then like it's already been discontinued recently. Because somebody it, asked me the other day if we had it, I'm like, no, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they discontinued the adapters, the main sensor, which it is a bummer because that could have been a huge step for gaming. But it's the way they implemented it was like an entertainment piece that was a part of your home. Which yeah, apparently that's catching on with these Google Homes and Echoes. But at the time, if they had solely pitched it as a video game add-on, kind of like Sony did with their Move or the Wii did with its motion sensors, it could have been huge, dude. It was a thousand times better than either of those other two's examples, and they just went a weird way with it, and now they got nothing. Um, but, so, to, to say the start of it, 100% of technology, me and you have gotten into this argument mainly over cell phones, 100% of technology is to make your life more convenient. That's the whole point of, from the very first wheel and the very first freaking hammer and axe and shit like that, it's to make your life easier to accomplish a task. Like, that's why I always argue against people who want standard cars. I'm like, yes, I get it. They're easier to fix and they're cheaper cars. Cool. Good for you. I just want to press the gas and go. That's all I want. I don't care about anything else. It means nothing to me. So these, these advancements are awesome on the face level of them. They're, they're very cool to just kind of muse about and they could make your life easier but at the current stage i find myself either a you know constantly you know from my phone hey google do this and that and the other oops mine just turned on okay shut up um do this that and the other and it does it but then it just gives me options to go and do something else or i have to say it again with a new command it, it doesn't feel any more convenient currently it's not helping me yet i mean i don't want any part of it so like it's I, it's whatever yeah, you're me, a modern age amish guy i get that but no i'm really not at all like i have so much tech it's just a matter of like i don't want anyone like watching or listening to things that i'm saying if they're not somebody that i have given permission to do so so like, that's that's part of it though is the permission part and the anyone because what google is trying to get to the point of because they're google's huge on um they're on the positive side of privacy concerns currently, whereas Facebook's on the negative sides of privacy concerns currently. But Shocking. Yeah, I know, right? Caught you off guard. But that is kind of part of the beauty slash uh, curse of it is you give it permission, so you can't be surprised at anything, but you're also giving it permission for everything. And Google is trying to make it purely, this is the creepy AI part of it, software base. They don't want people looking at your stuff and listening to your voice. They don't want that. They want a machine to be processing this, and it's all happening on its own. So in theory, privacy still exists there if they can firewall it enough. I mean, anyone can hack anything, as we've seen. It happens all the time. In fairness, Apple seems to be relatively unhackable. Like Apple's had, like, two of the biggest hacking scandals. Well, no, oh, that saying, was a funny thing. Like, Sorry. As far as, like, um, like, Apple Pay and, like, when they yes, really want Apple to pay, it, yeah, access Apple to pay it, is they working can make really... sure you don't. Actually, for that matter, all payment systems are doing surprisingly well. Like, the one thing you pe think people would hack after, Samsung Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and there's a few others, are surprisingly rigid. You know, your email shit's everywhere, St studios are getting hacked, and Uber's getting taken for all their stuff because they got hacked recently as well. All the payment stuff you think that would be the most aggressive, maybe it's just that good. Maybe their security is just, I don't know. But I would think that you would hear more about that, but... You really don't, and that's good. Yeah, cool. I don't use it, but cool. I don't have it. That's uh, a my lie. I use PayPal. Yet, so. I use PayPal for pretty oh, much PayPal, everything yeah. online. Yeah, because yeah. it's a freaking amazing and safeguards you, and they like guarantee you with everything. And not that anyone should do this if you're a dumbo with money, but PayPal credit does not work against your credit score. 
it uses your credit score to set you a limit and then when you go and check your credit no matter who it's through amazon credit doesn't show up and it doesn't ding you so if you want to put yourself in a real bad scenario real fast paypal credit's the answer um oh that was what i was going to say something really funny that happened with uh apple so you know how google's got like i was telling you earlier it um uses like an algorithm on your pictures and and forms these things apple does that as well they started doing that i think um like a year ago with their most recent iOS that's, yeah, their most recent iOS that's live now. Um, but it it went into your old iCloud photos. You know how when you delete something, it doesn't get deleted? So if you went into, yes, delete. If you went into, um, oh, you must really be sick. You didn't just start screaming into your mic. Uh, what's wrong, little buddy? It's, it's getting you. It's getting you real bad. Uh, they it went through your old stuff and you could type into your uh iphone search brazier and a bunch of nudies would pop up any anything with underwear basically so not nudies but anything with underwear so topless or bottomless stuff if it could see a bra or panties it put it in there and it was saucy it was a it wasn't uh you know a scandal or nothing it was just hey you took these pictures and didn't fully delete them and now apple's categorizing them for you but it was freaking hilarious it, I I thought it was hilarious at least. I mean, well, yeah, they could. I, I know they like they auto check for like selfies and shit because like, I have like a yes. folder that I never made. Somebody asked me once, they're like, "Do a folder for selfies?" I'm like, "I didn't make that fucking folder. I don't put anything in that folder. Yeah. The fucking phone made that folder and puts things in it, and I just don't care enough to make it not." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and most of the time you can't. A lot of those features you can't turn off. You can just choose to not save the fo- the album. Like, that's what Google does. Like, there is certain things you can turn off, but it'll still make stuff for you. And you can just say, no, I don't want to save this right now. Like, that's about it. And so you can't entirely win. Um, But with that being said, so AI is creepy and it can become very creepy. And some people are super against it. And I think that's, I think it is important to develop, not important to perfect. Start creating it and create a fail safe immediately and a limit. Obviously, they'll get past the fail safe so it's impossible to choose when that point is because it might already be ahead of you there so i so what i'm saying is don't have an ai that learns conversationally like these kind of ais in your phone that's just contextual like if i search for barack obama and then ask what his age is it'll give me barack obama's age because it knows the conversation fine if if you know i'm the the photos thing fine the advertisements thing I personally hate ads, so that's bullshit, but fine. But the kind of stuff that will start to say, good morning, Patrick, would you like me to warm the oven up for your bacon or whatever? That's weird. That's too far. That's a step too far. I mean, in fairness, though, I will say, like, even though, like, it's fucked up and weird, it's really kind of always been, like, if you ever watch anything from, like, 60s, 70s, 80s, like, 90s about the future... It was always that kind of shit where it's just like it's like where the fucking automation does everything for you and it's like oh my god it's so amazing and it's just like in the theory but you don't yes. really take stock of the steps that took you to get there like the horribly and, invasive know, stops yeah you know to get to the Jetsons and their wonderful their wonderful near family. extinction from robots before we realize oh oh you just have to not do this and then it's upwards from there but we have we have to help get to that point Patrick. So, okay, so so let's take it to the other side of uh, the discussion. Robots. How do you feel about robots? Um, that's I'm talking about like, in-your-home robots. What's, like, my, like, in general, I'm like, um, it's, like, something that I really enjoy in fiction. Okay. But, like, in real life, I want no part of. <laughs> Just, like, when, like, I saw that they've made, like, all those little, like, robots, I was like, okay, that thing, that, that's the kind of thing that's funny, like, when I see it in the film... Like, I'm not having a goddamn robot that can turn on me in any second. It's like fucking Rick and Morty, where it's just like he makes the little, like, butter bot. <laughs> like, what is my purpose? Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, okay, so what about uh, scale it back? Like, um, would you be skeeved out if, say, they built, they created a uh, minor AI version robot that pumps your gas for you? Like, it detects where your tank is and then just pumps gas and then puts the tank away and you never, and just drive off. Yes, because I don't like. It's like when I went to Jersey and you literally can't pump your own gas. Yeah, that's I had I, I negotiated with a guy for like five minutes where I was just like, okay, I'm a grown up and I'm from New York. I would like to do this myself because this is fucking weird to me. I'll make sure you'll still get paid. Just take a little break. Just sit right there. You can watch me do it. We'll be all set. Just leave my shit alone. Like I don't want any part of this. Just leave Did he let you alone. do that? 
No. <laughs> yeah, because it's against the law. He would have gotten a lot of trouble if he did. Uh, yeah, that is weird. Actually, did you see the controversy going around in Oregon right now? No. Oregon is the only other state that has that law. And in one of the counties, not the whole state, one of the counties, they passed a law that you're allowed to pump your own gas. Everyone lost their goddamn mind. Like, it wasn't... The law didn't immediately stop every gas station. It was it was a, if you would like to not... Im- which, obviously, businesses are not going to pay for... Pe- but anyways, if you would like, you can have a self-service station. And, like, the amount of hilarity that ensued from... There was one lady on Twitter who was like, I'm an adult. It is a safety hazard for me to be out there pumping gas. One time I went down to California, and, and it didn't stop, and gas was pouring everywhere. What if... And it was like, yeah, 98% of the country pumps their own gas it's not it's just it's part of what you do it's not a safety hazard it's a minor inconvenience at most and i wouldn't even call it an inconvenience it's a must do like you have to do that to get so it was so basically like so dumb you accidentally become patrick swayze in point break when they're they're trying to like uh basically wipe the car clean and just lights the thing and starts like like, yeah exactly basically by accident you're just like oh god what am i doing i don't know what's happening right that's what would happen in oregon they would it would be freaking zoolander all over again everyone would just be throwing gas on each other having a good old time because they don't understand uh okay so then scale it back let's let's take robots out of that because that's a part of your life you go to McDonald's and it is entirely automated. Is that cool? Um, yes and no. Like, like, like machines that, are like, I already don't. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean the cooking process and everything. Uh, there's like these big vats and a, a patty flies down on the grill. There's this hand that flips it and then there's this hand that stacks it and then it's on like a conveyor belt, puts it in a bag and hands it to you. I Oops, picture it being I like mic. sorry a... for the scratchiness right there. I picture it being like a futuristic version of Pee Wee's breakfast machine. And yes, like a okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, a less string and gears version of that. No balloons I mean, are involved in the making of your McDouble. I don't know. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, but at the same time, I do feel like at a certain point with automation, like we're gonna have to switch to a system that is basically communist because basically, it's basically everybody's gonna have to start getting like a certain amount of money just for being alive because. Like well, you that or everything eliminate... becomes free, and that's obviously not how this goes. Yeah. But if you eliminate that huge section of the economy, like the economy falls otherwise, like unless well, you're just basically giving people the same money. So, yeah, at what point does a robotic artificial intelligence that doesn't try to overthrow us future become a utopia? So, like you're saying, so so my personal understanding currently is that the two biggest job providers in the next probably 15 to 20 years, if uh, Trump doesn't have his way because he hates Amazon, uh, he does, and it's hilarious, which is fair. Actually, there is reason to be scared of Amazon, but that's not the point. And not the AI stuff we talked about earlier. I'm talking economically. So in, in 15 years, 20 years, the two biggest jobs, in my opinion, will be shipping and warehouse work. That will and okay three and manufacturing because someone has to make the ship that you are warehousing and shipping. Well, uh, yeah, but what? But then, like, at what point does that become automated? So, like... so exactly that was my next question. So Tesla already has their Tesla uh, 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 big rigs that have the self-driving technology in them. They don't use it. It's too risky to use it yet. He's just you know it's in there for the day when it becomes available. So shipping could become manless soon. Cool. Or not cool, whatever, depends on your take. The warehouse aspect of it is already pretty damn efficient as far as sorting and packing goes. The people basically just grab the stuff and put it into the box. Like, everything that comes to them is is all this big fucking amazing, like, system. Uh, and then mailing, as well, could become automated, just like the shipping. So, let's say manufacturer's process becomes automated, right? A lot of what happens, like building cars and stuff, is with machines. That becomes automated, so the price of goods goes down. Cool, but you lose a lot of jobs. The shipping of it also goes down. Price comes down. You lose a lot of jobs. The packing and shipping to you, delivering of it, also becomes automated. Price goes down. Jobs go down. How do you buy stuff? When does it just start becoming whatever you want made, you click a button and just machines start going. No one's actually in charge of it. Machines just start making it for you and it shows up. Well, as I said, like, I mean, honestly... Before that happens, I would not be surprised if like the machines become self-aware and kill us all. Like they okay, like, yes, but this is this is a literal like 
we've we somehow before that found out the perfect fail safe and it works every time it works every time 100 percent. i mean i don't know i again it's a situation where it's like <coughs> at that point i feel like they would have to like give you stuff for free or give you money exactly exactly basically everybody because i can't remember if they do that in china or not i know they do it in some like communist countries or like socialist countries or basically it's like basically at least basically if you think about it it's basically the same general concept as like social security it's just basically yeah. the, like sweden you get paid to live you, in sweden yeah yeah so it's like theoretically like it's the same basic system it's just that social security you've paid into yeah. even though by the time that we get social security we won't even if it even still exists we will not it, they, they'll be already taking their taking our money like, yeah, yeah it's the amount of people collecting versus the amount of people paying into it is unbalanced and it looks like it'll be unbalanced for a long time because uh, the current generation is having less kids than the past three um because it's expensive what do you expect uh so I don't think it'll ever obviously be give you stuff for free I think like what you're saying a communist system where they give you money because if they just gave you stuff for free well yeah socialism if they just gave you stuff for free the rich people wouldn't be rich anymore and that's not okay i don't think that will ever be okay for uh, well i mean eventually when we all die and something new starts maybe but current uh standings and for the foreseeable future the rich people will always want to at least hold their status as rich you know anytime you get a leg up and even in small degrees even in like minor forms like i mean in a conversation me and you have for example i'll do it to you and you'll do it to me You'll say something like, oh, one time I broke my leg and it was awful. And then I'll be like, yeah, I got run over by a bus. Like, I'll hold that because that's something I have that you don't. Or vice versa. I'll say I don't know the name of something and you'll judge me and you'll know the name of something. Like, just little things in everyday life, you want to have the upper hand. So I don't think a system where everybody gets everything will ever exist because then that means there's no there's no uh, fucking uh, pedestal to put yourself on. Oh, yeah, that's like the whole, like, uh, Joss Whedon, like, I think it was the intro to Frey, uh, which is like, like, kind of like Buffy in the future, where it's yeah. about, like, his take on the future, he's like, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and there are flying cars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I actually um, got farther into Firefly. There's no computers. Or, I mean, no AI, no robots yet. Maybe there is later. No AI, no robots at all. That's, that's weird. This is supposed to be, like, space future. Space future. Yeah, but I mean, theoretically, also you don't see the like main planets that much in that show, True. so like that's a little factor. You mostly factor. see the little like poor stuff. Yeah, um, like yeah, you don't see like the alliance that much. Um, yeah, that's a good. But point. yeah, no, I didn't think of that. That's that's my whole thing though. Is that like it's not at a certain point either they're gonna kill us all or we'll take them down. Like, but it's like. That's the, the hope is that before they become self-aware and kill us all, that we can like stop just nip that in the bud. Because that was like my whole thing with um when I watched uh, Terminator Genesis, where it's like they have like basically like the sentient like Skynet basically has a body, um which is just that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, cause it's one thing when it was just like a concept, and it's another thing entirely when it's not only a concept but it's also like. It can kill you with its own bare hands. In addition, yeah, but that to... at least gives you something to take down, <sighs> I guess. No, but Skynet will still be there. Like, as I'm saying, like oh, it's yeah, still it in just... every system. Yeah, that's true. It can kill you twofold. Damn, exactly. Skynet. I don't believe that we will die by robots. I do not believe that is our extinction. I don't know. I kind of want things to be like... Um, have you ever seen Escape from L.A. or Escape from New York? Yeah, uh, it sounds... Is that a Kurt Russell movie? Yeah. Two I, girls I, movies, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. I don't think. Cause yeah, like the whole plot of Escape from LA, like basically like the uh, like the MacGuffin of it, is him basically getting this device that'll basically you can use it. Basically, what they they want to use it for is to basically shut down a country. But like if you hit like the world switch, it'll basically shut everything down. Electricity this, wise. Well, just everything. It's okay. like um, literally um, like spoilers. I guess if you haven't seen it. Is uh. Yeah, in the movie, like, uh, Snake, uh, he, he, they think that they've given it, given them, like, the device, and so he just, like, walks away, whatever, and then they figure out it's not the device, mm-hmm. and, like, he's holding the device, and, like, they start trying to take him down, they realize it's a hologram, and, like, they, they just beg him, we're just, like, it's like, no, no Snake, all the progress, we'll go back to the Dark Ages, like, it's, like, all the progress we've made over the last several centuries will be gone, and then, like, basically he hits the world code, wipes everything out, and everything goes dark. 
And then the, like, the last shot of the movie is him lighting an American spirit and being, welcome to the human race. Like, you know, so Kurt it's Russell. like, exactly, being Snake Plissken. But yeah, so like, that necessarily wouldn't bother me because like, that's kind of like where like a lot of shit in like because we do have like utopia I'm like, i don't think utopia exists like dystopia no. definitely could definitely, could definitely happen i don't think What's, utopia could what does exist. dystopia mean the opposite of utopia uh. <laughs> oh oh yeah. like mad max type stuff pretty much yes okay like okay. honestly mad max does not seem that far off <laughs> like yeah that's why like whenever i've, I've told you before like, whenever at work when people are like i ask if they want a bag because i always ask if it was giving them uh, and they're like, yeah, like for a tiny thing. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Uh, oil's an endless resource, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like... Well, okay. So I think one thing that people choose to not grasp, so you'll hear it all the time, and not just from a certain group of people, but you'll hear it all the time that, you know, it's super easy to just bomb someone off the planet, right? That's like the easiest solution to anything right now. It's just someone's bad, bomb them off the planet. Just wipe them, wipe them, turn their country into glass. Just wipe them right off. And unfortunately the world currently does possess the firepower to kill itself. Easily. Like, we talked about this on an earlier episode. The current hydrogen bombs are 1,000 times more powerful than, uh, what was it, Big uh, Fat Guy and Little Boy or something like that, um, that were dropped on Japan. What was the name of those oh, bombs? Okay. I don't fucking remember. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was either <clears throat> Fat Guy or Fat Daddy and Little Boy or something like that. Um, yeah, 1,000 times more powerful. And the effects of those bombs still lingers in radiation. And we have... Thousands of them. I think the U.S. has 6,600 last that, you know, they were willing to talk about. Um, we we alone could literally wipe out the human race. Easy. Easy peasy. It would be a, just take take two seconds and just a couple people to it. Well, more than a couple, but a bunch of people to agree to it. Because that's the common misconception is that the president just has to say, yep, bomb them. There's actually like 10 or 20 people in a row that all have to say, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. One, just one has to stop and say, no, I'm not going to do it, and it doesn't happen. Cool. But point is, we can do it. That's terrifying. If that isn't, if you just think that shooting someone's head off and it's the end of the day in in a major aspect, bombing them, is the answer, anything could happen and wipe us all out in a flash. And for that matter, like, people don't even really seem to grasp, but, like, you just bombing, like, let's say North Korea, like... That's not going to just affect North Korea. It's going to affect every country within, like, well, I can't remember yeah. exactly the number is, but it's like any country within, like, hundreds of yeah. however many miles. Well, first off, North Korea is pretty small. So <clears throat> if, you, if your answer is just drop multiple bombs and wipe it out, that means you wipe out the surrounding countries that are bordering it. Which, if you're just like, fuck them, it doesn't matter. You're just a terrible person. That's Let's get that out the way. That's just not the right answer. But if you're like, okay, we'll just bomb the dead center and contain it, you know, and to do this, that, or send a message the radiation that goes into the airstream it just yeah. is a major issue and can be carried anywhere even to us yeah kill yeah. them to kill us why not that's fun the second thing is if someone doesn't like that their answer could be to come for us or if someone says that's you know terrifying they could choose to g- gang up like it's been said over and over again if the US and uh, North Korea have a legitimate issue in war lots of countries aren't helping they're just like nope you guys take care of this and then what good does it do to kill them if it kills us? Again, not a solution. Um, why did we start off? I had a reason to start with dystopia, something like that. Oh, Mad Max not being far off. Oh, that's exactly what I was getting at. Is No, Mad Max only takes 20 dumb people with the ability to do something stupid, and that universe could exist. We only have to bomb a quarter of the country for the radiation to affect the next three quarters. Doesn't matter which one, it, or of the, sorry, of the world. Doesn't matter which country it is. Bomb South America, it's getting carried around. Bomb Asia, it's getting carried around. Bomb Europe, it's, it doesn't matter. It'll still affect everyone. The produce that you grow and the animals that you eat and the cancer you gain from it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great time. Great way to stay in shape. Yeah, that is the way, that is the reason I thought it was really funny in the second Independence Day movie. Where, because you remember the first Independence Day movie, at one point, like when the whole country is basically like either dead or like in hiding, mm-hmm. they from Texas uh, try to nuke the ship, mm-hmm. and like it obviously is unsuccessful. Yes. And I was like, okay, and how would that like I was like that's why I thought the, the funniest part of the resurgence was that there wasn't mutants in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should have been like Total Recall. It's like the country should have been literally mutants. Like that would have been kind of cool. Because I guess. we launch fucking nukes on our own fucking soil. Like, it's just so fucking or stupid. Or what if, that that's like, 
That's like if you get a cut on your finger and it starts to get a little red. You know how infected cuts are. They hurt, but they heal up and go away. And you're just like, oh, God, chop your wrist off. Yeah. Like, that's, it's just, it, it, it's a minor solution to a major problem. Actually, in that scenario, in that analogy, it's not a solution at all. It's actually creating more issues. But sometimes people are dumb enough to create more issues out of small things. I don't know who. Now it's naming names. But either way, uh, so AI, you're against, I'm for. I'm not for, but to a degree. I'm I'm for developing. I am not for perfecting, but unfortunately, you don't... It perfects itself, so it's a slippery slope. Robots, I'm 100% for. Automate everything. You're in the middle? You're kind of against in the middle? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It's like, do I want robots? Like, I mean, not really. Like, honestly, like... It's just, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Like, because... Part of me must be like, oh, like C three PO and R two, and then, like yeah. another part of me just pictures like fucking Schwarzenegger in the first Terminator. I'm just like, this is the best case scenario. This is the worst case scenario. I'm terrified enough with the worst case scenario to not even try for the best case scenario. Well, so that'll pull us into our games where I've got some robots to talk about for our who's who's and who's gonna fight. But before we start the games, uh, you know what? We can play the music here, and then I'll ask you a question. We'll play a game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> what is, answer these after the games, your favorite portrayal of robots and artificial intelligence in movies? Answer after the game. Give you plenty of time. There's lots of good ones. Okay, so let's play Who's Who's first. Who's Who? Hell, or Hell 3000, is that his official title? I uh, think it's Hell 9000. Hell 9000? And Ultron, so. two murderous AIs that just want to wipe out our faces. Oh, I definitely think I'm Ultron, just by virtue of the fact that like Hal was very like calm. Like uh, Ultron is the he opposite, where Ultron basically just con- consistently pissed off. Like basically, he's a he just, pretty he, grumpy guy. It's kind of the same situation as like uh, the Terminator thing, where it's just like the Skynet, like where it's just like, oh hey, it takes like how long for like the like the AI to see us as a threat and to try to kill us all. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas like the Hell 9000 thing, like it's, it's, it definitely like, I don't know. It's much, much calmer. Like it's very, that's the thing that makes it terrifying. Is it just like, yeah. like I can't do that, Dave. Like, yeah. you're just like, Wait, what do like, you mean? Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's a very seductive form of murder. And was but Hell yeah. 9000's jam to kill everyone or just the people on the ship? Uh, I think just people on the ship, but I haven't seen 2001 in so long. So yeah, I I, yeah, we gotta watch that. Yeah, that's a movie to watch. Okay, who's who? Bender and the Bicentennial Man, whose name I don't know. Ew, I don't want to be Bicentennial Man or Bender, really. I guess I'm more Bender than Bicentennial Man, but I don't want to be Rob Lamb's character Are ever. You, you in Bender? Because Futurama's one of the best comedies ever. Animated I don't comedies. dislike Futurama. I just, it's the same thing as like uh, Family Guy, where I'm just like, it's fine. Like It's, just, it's not something that I like... I I have no I don't ill will against it I just don't care enough about it to have the, like, a uh, strong opinion either way. Just a fun note about that. Um, they which by the way I think you're bicentennial man than Bender. I know you don't want to be bicentennial man, but I think you are. Bender is way more carefree than you'll ever be. You don't care about things, but you are not a carefree individual. Um, that's bicentennial why I, man is adorable and sweet, and you're oh, like yeah, he's, he's sensitive. He's 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 just a man who wants uh, meaning. He's just a man who wants purpose. That's all. He's just an endearing guy. Um, I'm not looking for purpose. I'm a nihilist, okay? I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, of course you are. Um, are you <laughs> denying that? Named, just because you're named Kevin does not mean that you're also a nihilist. But, um, well, I thought Kevin was an anarchist, not a nihilist. It depends I mean, on the day. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, so it flips either way. No, I've, I, I have fully researched and sold myself on nihilism for about the past two years. I'm happy with it. Not the point. Um... Futurama actually came up with an entire... They hired a bunch of mathematicians and scientists to create an algorithm for this episode where this body-swapping thing happens, where you can't go back into the other body. You have to change, and there's this many people. How many more would they have to add? Yada, yada. They came up with a brand-new, never-before-used algorithm for it, and I think that's super incredible for a comedy show to commit to. So, uh, yeah, Futurama, ha- their, their continuity is impressive. Their emotion is way heavy-handed for anyone who watches the show the episode where uh fry's dog 
waits for him. Oh, I can't, I can't even talk about it. It's so good. It's so good and so sad. But yeah, that show's amazing. So just on the pure basis of carefree versus caring, I'm, I would call you Bicentennial Man. I Plus, Bender says, be... kiss my shiny metal ass all the time. You've never told me to kiss your ass. You should. You should say it more often. It's hot. Weird. Weird. Oh, is that weird? weird. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize it wasn't cool to be sexy. I thought it was cool. Bruno Mars taught me it's cool to be sexy. Have you ever listened to Prince? Prince ever taught you yes. a thing or two? Get off is a hot track. I do love Prince. Twenty positions Prince. in one night stand. Don't get off. Whole songs about ejaculating. It's great. Well, no shit. Half well, his I mean, discography is about it. But yes. Yeah. Um. All right. And the final who's who. Kit and Jarvis, two wisecracking, well-meaning artificial intelligence that help out their protagonists uh, complete tasks. Uh, well, I guess you'd be Kit because I feel like you'd be more likely to be in a car. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> okay. like... All right, I guess I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're both smartassy, so like it's both are fair for me. But like, I feel like you'd be more likely to be in a car, so like I feel like you'd be Kit. I don't know enough about Kit to make an argument. I just know Jarvis is way too much of a gentleman for me but they're both gentlemen so i guess that's not they're both classy assholes yeah mr feeney was the voice of kit <laughs> what yeah i love mr feeney wait he's he passed away oh he's no he's not he's still alive he's still alive I thought he, passed he away. appeared he, on boy on girl meets world like i knew he season. was yeah i knew he was on that he came back he was like well i mean almost every major character came back but i knew he came back in specific um is that show worth anyone's time is that show worth the day uh yeah actually it's like the thing i had been saying for a while was like it very much was following the trajectory of boy meets world where like it started off as basically a cartoon <clears throat> and then as like the kids got older the story has got more like mature and more like they're better told and like it's more like whatever um so like they were just hitting their stride and then disney is like ah fuck you guys yeah and i was like that's why i was really rooting for netflix to take it over because i'm just like it's still like it still has cartoony elements to it but like it was if definitely they're willing to do fuller stand they or Fuller House, sorry, not Fuller Stand. <laughs> Fuller House. How could they not pick up Girl Meets World? That show is trash. And I also yeah. I hate Full House, so that's not really. I'm not a voice of reason here, but Fuller fact, House I in hate, specific. I hate all pretty much all sitcoms except for like Arrested Development and stuff. So Arrested like, Development's trash. You're a fucking. You haven't even watched it. I don't think. I've Have watched you? in no. I've watched four six. For, what was the episode with the banana stand? I saw that one. That's, that's so many episodes. Um, yeah, I've seen like the first six or something, and I was like, eh. I, I, eh. I mean, I'm sure if I gave it enough chance, I can sell myself on anything. But first viewing, whatever. Also, I should say, Firefly. It's good. I will probably even say it's great after I finish it. Um, and Serenity. I have two things to say. One's a question, one's a comment. Question. Does Serenity give me... Uh, so far, I've had a yes and a mostly. Does Serenity wrap it up in such a way that I will be pleased? Uh, yes, mostly. Because, like, the whole God thing damn is it, you said like, both things I just said that I got from other people. Well, because that's the thing. Is it like they, they had to leave a little bit on the table because they were like, well, maybe if it does well, we'll do sequels. But then, like, it didn't do well. So it was just like... They left it satisfying enough that, like, okay. you're like, okay, I'm I'm fine because if, if I got pulled into something the end, that I I don't want to feel the emotion everyone else has had to feel where they didn't get it back. I don't want that. I'm not interested. So if I don't get at least a little bit from Serenity, which sounds like I will. Number 2, which is a comment, I totally understand why it was canceled. I mean, like so it was aired in a really funky order and that's just doomed it from the start. But Nathan Fillion and the majority of the lines which is the writing carry that show to no end. As far as I think the whole cast is good, especially no, Alan Tudyk. No, no, no. I'm not saying the, the cast show. isn't good. Nathan Fillion is great. Of course, he's the lead. So, yeah, so there, it's just without him, it's it's not the same show. But that show for a Fox audience at the time it was aired, it was a nighttime. Like, no, that's not a. The people who watch House and Twenty Four and Law and Order every day of their goddamn lives, no, it's not for them. So I can see why it was canceled. It's probably unfortunate. Again, I say good, not great yet. I will probably say great soon. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, to answer your question a little bit further about the um, like the satisfying ending, like in fairness, they also uh, did comics for a while oh, afterwards. Yeah, so like they, you can still get 
the story continues. Like you can It was Joss too. It was Joss's comics. Yes, I mean, he eventually kind of jumped off to the other shit going on, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like, um, I don't know. For me, it's like I do. I completely get why it's canceled. I mean, it wasn't really a show that's made for a mainstream audience. No, that's why no. I thought it was weird when like they were like trying to. Even though I guess I, actually at the same time though, like part of me thinks that Serenity might have done better had they released it later, because like Guardians of the Galaxy is way weirder than Serenity. And like that made okay. tons of money, <laughs> so like at the same time, like I feel like they could have, if they like, if they released it, but also at the same time, people might have been more willing to buy in the Guardians because of Firefly and Serenity. So like, okay, well, okay, so Firefly came out and or Serenity came out in 05. So let's say they did it in 08. Uh, Too far. I mean, honestly, I would say like. Probably by like 2010, maybe okay. people would have gotten it. I don't know, but like, well, 2010 people. That's when I started hearing about it. I think I was like in co- in well, Franny was in college when I started even hearing about the show because they put it up on Netflix's streaming, and I was like, I don't even know what the hell this is, and people lost their goddamn minds. Well, that was things I had seen. Um, like the well, technically the second episode, but like the first episode when it first aired, like the train job. Um, I had seen that because uh, I. I was a teenager and like I was just like I loved Buffy, so I was just like, Oh hey, the guy who did Buffy is doing another show. So I watched the first episode and I liked it, but I didn't really end up watching any more of it until uh Serenity was coming out and I was just like, Oh hey, like I remember that show. So I watched Serenity and it was one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. To this day it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And so that led to me buying the box set and just watching the shit of Firefly and Serenity over and over and over again. But like I don't know. It's like I, I, I definitely I get why it was canceled, but at the same time, yeah. I don't necessarily think that like it's. It, it, I don't know. It's it. All of Joss's stuff isn't really made for like everyone necessarily. The widest audience, like I yeah. mean, I guess to some extent, some of it is like obviously like Avengers and shit. But like, I feel like the cult of Joss, which is now dwindled considerably after the whole like sip shit with his wife came out. But like, oh, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, he. Uh, his wife came out that he had had affairs and stuff, and Joss. that basically he's a superstar. What do you want? He's a rock star. That killed his fucking like his the, the, the things he had told her. Like everyone's like something being like he's anti-feminist. I'm like he's not anti-feminist. Like he was, he just do I think he definitely backed up everything he said. What he said like in those letters does not back up what he had said in public. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think it makes him like a fake feminist. Like I just feel like he was championing an ideal more than he was like actually living that, living the gimmick, if you will, of wrestling oh. terms. Oh, you say you mean the thing Christians have been doing for a thousand years? A bum bum bow, deep cut. Okay. Well, I will <laughs> say though, like I've I've talked about this before, where it's just like some people that like have found Christianity are much better people than they would have otherwise. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just that time. there's, like, enough people... I guess, like, I was talking about when I was watching, like, Shawn Michaels stuff the other day, where I was like, he, by all accounts, was awful in, like, the, like, 90s. And then by the time he'd come back to really found Jesus and everything, he was a much, much better person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's why I always thought it was funny that Justin's such a fuckhead, that he was just, like, it's basically, like, black and white, where it's just, like... Like basically all Christianity and like religion is awful. Yeah, and blah, he's blah, hard blah. on that. Yeah, because he's a fucking moron. He doesn't understand there's shades of gray in the world. Yeah. But um, but that's my whole thing. Is I was just like, if it if you don't use it as a weapon, then like I am down. Like if you don't yeah. try to like convert me, like I am down. Like it's just like it just like a matter of like if it like if it actually helps you, then like rock on. It's just yeah. a matter of like you kind of have to like figure out where the lines are. And not just like judge other people because really the whole point of Christianity is like, like I, I remember there was like a, a tattoo that I saw once like Nick Trainer from Link Eighty had, where it was like only God can judge me and I was always just like, that makes perfect sense to me because if there is a God, he's the only one that would know all of your actions versus what you actually were thinking in your head, mm-hmm. and like if there isn't a God, then nobody can judge anybody because nobody can say what was in your head in addition to what you were doing like yep. so. I don't know. That's like my whole thing is just, it, I don't know. It, I don't necessarily think Christianity is bad. I mean, I had really bad experiences with it, but I've also had really positive experiences with it. So. Mm-hmm. Shit gets heavy on this episode, guys. Tune in. Indeed. Uh, so last thing to say about Firefly, and we'll play Who Would Win a Fight. Uh, one, one thing that could make it so good is it never got the chance to get bad, 
and I think people don't give that like like they'll call it the greatest thing ever and you're like yeah it the season one awesome but it obviously leaves you because it got canceled with a lot to answer who knows if those answers would have stayed good for two more seasons three more seasons four more seasons we don't know it's impossible to tell probably because buffy stayed good for as long but maybe not so anyways i'm excited to finish it but let's let's play our game who would win in a fight a cylon versus a dalek or dalek or dilek uh, they're they're Daleks, or if you say it in the British sense, it's Daleks. But like Daleks, I mean, probably Daleks is because they're so hell bent on killing things. Like whereas Cylons are like people, right? Basically, it's kind of like a. Oh, well, no. no, they they're they're not because they're like they're robots. They're just no, yeah, I meant I meant like are... uh, uh, Blade Runner esque people. What well, was they? Fine. Um, but yeah, like. Whereas Cylons are just hell bent on killing everything, whereas like Cylons are essentially like stormtroopers. Okay. So it's like in the end, like they're just basically like they're stupid robots or they're really smart robots, but then the really smart robots don't have like the amount of like plating because they're, they're made to look like they're human. Yeah. And then like but Daleks, it's just like it's a trash can. Whole... But yeah, but it's a well armored trash can. No, 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 no. I'm not saying to you know say it's just a tin can, but I mean it's it's just a little box of metal coming at you with a laser blaster yes <laughs> and they move relatively quick or they're slow or i mean it's as fast as you can move when you're on wheels and you're basically in like a trash can true true okay uh daleks win this round who would win in a fight hell 9000 this is a fight of the wits hell 9000 versus jarvis I mean, Jarvis ended up taking down Ultron, and Ultron he, was like... He paused Ultron. He he kept him at bay. Well, he ended up killing Ultron. That was the whole end of the movie. Oh, <laughs> okay, but that was Vision. Vision and Jarvis aren't hand-in-hand. Hand. Vision has superpowers. Jarvis is just a mind. Well, fine, but, like, I don't know. I would still say, like, Jarvis by far. Okay, okay. Because also you... Jarvis is designed to, like, learn and adapt and, like, be, like, Non-stop. as close to human as possible. Yeah, I think the benefit to Jarvis is that it's learning and adapting is also with a humanistic element of improvis- improvisation. Whereas, you know, don't know that much about Hell 9000, but he seems very straightforward. You're bad. I'm going to trick you and you're going to die. It's very straightforward. Fair yeah. enough. That's fair. All right. Who would win in a, in a fight? Uh, I don't know the names. Uh, I can't remember the name of one. And I just, no, I can't remember the name of either. Ex Machina Robot. Uh, she had a good name. She's hot. That's all I remember. She's great. Great movie. God, I love that movie. Versus, uh, Sunny, I think was the name, from iRobot. But Sunny wasn't even a bad, like, they No, they no, he wasn't bad, on. but she wasn't necessarily bad either. She was just sick of being taken advantage of. So, there's a difference. I mean, I would definitely say probably her over Sunny, but, like, because also I don't think Sunny is, like, it's like I mean, I don't even dislike iRobot. It's just no, like robot's it's great. not. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but it's like great, it's so great. It's fine. It's just like it's. I mean, I don't know. Like the fact I don't that really like, have many have... things I think are fine. That's probably my biggest problem is I don't have any really fine things. It's like ninety percent of things I've seen, great, love it. Ten percent, why would anyone watch this? I don't have a good middle. Fair. I mean, it's one of the Will Smith blockbusters. I'm just like. I mean, okay, like yeah. that and I Am Legend were just like, if you put it on, I won't stop you, but I would never like, I don't think I'd ever pick it in either Better case. Better than Hancock. <laughs> Hancock was pretty bad. I haven't seen Hancock since it came out, and I don't think I even saw it all the way through, but I mean, yeah. I, have, I have no idea, honestly. Anyway, Sunny versus Ex Machina. I guess Sunny. So wait. Or, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I guess Ex Machina. Because uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think Sunny is very threatening. <laughs> He's not very threatening, but they show those robot those robots. <laughs> they show those robots as, uh, very capable, very limber. He's like one of the new models, you know, the high-end things. But she's a robot that's so perfectly crafted to be human. Maybe she is capable of a lot. It doesn't really show her strength or anything. Huh. Shoves that, that spear thing right through him. That knife. Oh, oh, that scene. I don't like watching blades enter the human body slowly. If you're gonna stab someone, just stab him. Just do it. Just, god, oh. Oh, I'm getting all weird. I'm getting all weird thinking about it. Okay. That was the final who would win in a fight. Now, as the wrap-up to our show, time to answer the question. Your all-time favorite portrayal of either or, because sometimes it's both, 
robots and artificial intelligence. It's almost always both, but... I mean, I guess... I, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking Blade Runner, because I can't wait. Really, I mean, I love Blade Runner so much. The original that, like, Blade Runner? Yeah. I mean, I like 20, 2049 as well, but not as much. Um, I did just buy it, though, the other day. So, um, but yeah, like, I definitely, like, I, I, I love the Terminator franchise, even, like, the ones that aren't so great. Um... I love like Short Circuit and Iron Giant, Ooh. but like Iron Giant was one I forgot about. That's a good one. Yeah, but like if like if I really had to pick one, I would say Blade Runner because Blade Runner is incredible. Like it's okay. it's one well, thing that's funny is actually I was I had this argument with this guy I worked with the other day where like he apparently only watches the theatrical cut, and I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Like the the, the theatrical cut is the crappy cut that like basically made everyone think the movie was crap until they, they hardly accidentally... even sell it anymore well no i mean it, it's always part of every box set now every time you buy blade runner now it's always like the branching things so basically you can watch the theatrical cut the director's yeah. cut like but it but it advertises the director's cut hard on the or the final cut final cut's the one i see yeah the final cut like i actually that's because like, daryl was just like which one are you watching and i was the final cut because the director's cut's what i grew up on but the final cut is basically like because basically the what the director's cut essentially was because it was before director's cuts even existed yeah so basically it was just like a work print like assembly cut they just got accidentally shown somewhere and everyone was like this was amazing why the fuck didn't you release this movie and then they were like oh hey maybe we have something here so then they released the director's cut and then but really scott really didn't have any input on it it basically was just like here's this work print that you basically made that we're just going to clean up and release uh whereas like the final cut was one that he actually was able to like go in and like re-edit and like kind of tweak it to make it his um so yeah i like the final cut best but yeah i was like the theatrical cut i literally couldn't even make it through um without actually like having something else on because it was driving me fucking insane like it's just slow no no no, it's not even that it's like like they just make it terrible like the the narration is exactly as bad as you hear it is like even though i don't get it because like daryl loves the narration and daryl notaro apparently loves the narration i can't i would trust that man with my child I love Del Toro, but I don't understand how he could like the narration of the movie. It's so unnecessary. And that's the whole thing. There's been a rumor for years that uh, Harrison Ford sandbagged it, like that he did like it intentionally poorly just to like make it so they wouldn't use it. Mm-hmm. And he said recently, and I believe him, which is like, I did the best I could with what I had. I just didn't have. I, I had crap. Like you yeah. gave me crap. I did the best I could with it. So like, I don't know. I don't have to cut at all. Wait, like, so the they act- change the narration or they get rid of it? They get rid of it because it wasn't oh. part of the original cut oh um but yeah like and plus they have like this stupid fucking happy ending where like it's like well rachel's gonna live forever because like she's a special kind of replicant so we're gonna live happily ever after i'm like oh for christ's sake whereas the director's cut ending where they uh basically imply which i guess it's because um like daryl doesn't think that he is a replicant but he they, they clearly imply in the director's cut and the final cut that he is a replicant that basically and i was like that's what makes the movie interesting to me is a guy who, because uh, Daryl was like, it's the, the end of the movie is him rediscovering his humanity, but I'm like, okay, but why does it necessarily mean that he has to be human to rediscover his humanity? Like, the thing I think is interesting about it is that he's a guy who is the best, probably because he was bred to be the best, um, and is literally killing his own kind. Basically, it's like being a black plantation owner from slavery times. Like, it's just like, it's so fucked up on that level of like, a guy who doesn't even know what he really is mm-hmm. he doesn't know why he's so good at this like all this like, all these questions occur and i'm just like that's so much more interesting than just like the original cut where there's like nope not a replicate at all okay bye like, <laughs> have I'm a good like, time we're all great here we're all good because like 2049 like i'm not going to say anything really in depth about it because i don't want like to give anything away but like it plays with that notion really really hard of like the idea of replicants hunting replicants and the idea of like a human hunting replicants and the idea of like all of this the moral implications of all of this because it's like what i had said a million times I'm like at what point do you acknowledge artificial intelligence as actual intelligence and possessors of that intelligence as like living sentient beings mm-hmm. and when i was saying that to uh raul he was just like honestly I don't know if it ever happened because we still we still have fucking racism in this goddamn world. True. So it's like, and that's actual humans. And we'll doing have it, it forever. Well, yeah, we'll yeah. have it forever. I mean, people not are necessarily. Talking, 
if Dude. we all if we keep mixing the races till we're all the same grayish color, like yeah, how, but, how are we no, no. Have you seen Fairly Odd Parents? He wishes that everyone was a gray blob so that he wasn't like the nerdy kid or whatever. And people just touted that they were grayer than the others, even though they weren't. That will happen forever. I have blue Fair eyes enough. and you don't. Suck it. Like it, there'll always be something stupid. But uh, my favorite uh, portrayal of a uh, robot or artificial intelligence, Wally. Wally. Wally is great. Wally is Wally? great. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie to you because well, yeah, that's another thing of like, I feel like that's like I mean Iron Giant, like all that stuff. Where basically, it's like I don't understand what you like, even though it terrifies me. Like where it could go. I mean, the idea of AI becoming sentient at that point, it is a living being. Like mm-hmm. it's a, like it's like you, you treat it's the same like way. Equal. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, or does no lives matter? But like. At the same time, it's just I don't know. Like I, I think all of that stuff, like where it's like the idea of sent of basically AI gaining sentience and not being what you think, like not being awful. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. But you know, uh, basically, what this episode has proven is if Elon Musk wants to give someone a call with answers, we're not it because we don't really have any. You know, I mean, I don't think Elon Musk was going to call us anyway. Honestly. I'm just saying, you know, uh, both of our multiple PhDs could definitely help out in this scenario, but they'll probably just look over, like always, because the liberal media. <sighs> God. Sorry, I've been listening oh. to a lot of the Savage Nation on my way home. It is aggressive, conservative stuff, and I listen to it mainly. It, it gets me a little fired up sometimes because some of the stuff he says is really intensely just rude just rude but he says it in such a way it gets you it gets your blood pumping so now i'm 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 on i'm on board you know like one of the things he was talking about uh actually this is not a podcast topic we don't need to go there this week i'll tell patrick this on my own damn time okay uh so if you've got anything else to say now's the time speak now or forever hold your peace i'm good thanks all right well this has been another episode of whoa should we change our name man of the machine oh god they already got us, Patrick. It's a Dirt Gently reference. Yeah, they got us. That's how they got us. The TV got us. Sure. All right, we're sold in. You, you heard it here first. We're all on board with the gravy train. Uh, otherwise, I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening. Indeed.